WBNE. Howdy, Yokes. Before we get started today, we want to let you know that this episode of Bacon and Eggs is brought to you by the COVID-19 vaccines. It's brought to you by Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson, all freely available within 95% of Americans within a five-minute drive. If you haven't yet gotten your vaccine, now's the time. Pause the show. Go get it. If you're not an American, things are a little different, and I don't know the rules in your country. But if you are an American, it's super easy and super free. So go get the vaccine so that everything can kind of go quasi back to the new different normal where we have sort of things that are different. But go get the vaccine. And, you know, also not die. Oh, and don't die. Yeah. Because if you die, you can't go to patreon.com slash bacon and eggs to check out all the great reward tiers we have. You can even check out the $10 tier where there's an extra four minutes of content already in this one episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for donating. And thank you so much for getting the vaccine. On with the show. Howdy, Yokes, and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. I'm Tyler Carlin. And I'm Ethan Edgehill. And today we're fighting a dragon. Or maybe we're just looking for a rock. So sail down the river in a barrel. And hey, look, Orlando Bloom's in this movie. Because today we're bringing you The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smaug. That sounded unnatural, Tyler, is what it, the non-demonic Anyway, version. we're joined today by comedian Mary Clay Watt, host of the podcast. That's true. That's not what true. I'm talking That's about. True. Available every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts, and now on Spotify and on the WBD Podcast Network. And the Audible. Hobbit colon... I said wherever you get your podcasts. That's know, one of the places that you get your... It's one of the places... Hey, hey, Mary Clay. Hey, Mary Clay. That's one of the places where you get your podcasts. Yeah, but you got to call out I'm not out calling Audible. out Jeffrey Bezos. But you called out whoever owns Spotify. Daniel Eck, the owner of the Arsenal um, Football Club. Um, um, Steve Jobs. That's his. That's his name. He He's dead. Own Spotify. Steve Jobs does not own Spotify. Does Apple not own Neither Spotify? Does Cook. Anyway, Spotify. Spotify is not an Apple product, and uh, the, the Hobbit: The Defecation Spotify. of Smaug was uh, the denomination of smug the, yeah the, the i'm gonna i'm go i'm sticking with defecation of of smaug uh was directed by peter jackson released december 13th 2013 2797 days ago uh, on 191 to 250 million dollar budget made 959 million dollars at the box office got a 74 percent critic rating on Rotten Rat tomatoes and an 85 percent audience rating and a 66 on metacritic before we get to our personal scores and some listener reviews, Tyler, do you have a positive critical review from a professional critic that reviews movies for a living? Uh, I because I have a negative review from somebody who probably doesn't make all that much money reviewing movies, honestly. No, you don't think so? Uh, my review here is from Brent McKnight of The Last Thing I See, and Brent McKnight says... Overlong, bloated, and tedious, Jackson even did something that I'd thought impossible. He made a giant fire-breathing dragon voiced by Benedict Cumberbatch boring as hell. Well, I have an uh, uh, a review on December 13th, 2013. So this is like a true blue, saw it opening night, wrote the review, published it. Leonard Malton from LeonardMalton.com. He's a top critic here on Rotten Tomatoes. He says the hand-to-hand combat that fills the movie is seamlessly integrated into a make-believe world created by the magicians at Jackson's WETA workshop. Rating It's pronounced Weta. Weta workshop. Rating, what did you say, Weta? He said, said WETA. Oh. Rating 2.1 out of 2. I 
looked up on Wikipedia. Daniel Eck owns Spotify and um, yes, Mary Clay. I said that he will. I didn't hear. He it also owns I'm Arsenal. Yes, but our, our listeners here heard it. And he looks interesting. His okay. face looks like a bowling ball. Real quick, I do want to get some listener reviews, and then we're going to talk about how you could possibly think that Spotify is an Apple product, uh, despite, despite the fact know. that Spotify is a direct Apple competitor. Um, we are going to drill down on that because that makes no sense and your logic is broken. Before, <laughs> we get down, before we do that, I've got a negative review here from uh, listener Tanneru on Discord who says, 19 out of 100, one of my least favorite movies I've ever seen. Yikes. Yikeroni. That is a bad review. Um, I, if this is truly the worst movie you've ever seen, you haven't seen enough bad movies. Uh, I've got a I've got a review from Irina Rodriguez who says 100 out of 100 star eyed emoji star eyed emoji. No, so I do want to just uh, come back to what Mary Clay just said because I think what did um, I say? that Mary Clay makes a great point. Where you just said that uh, if this is the worst movie you've ever seen, that you haven't seen enough bad movies. And I don't think that's true because this is bad in a different way than usual bad movies are bad. This, to me, hit so many things right and then so many things so painfully wrong. And, and when I say wrong, I mean long. I mean two hours and 41 minutes of the worst pacing in cinematic history. Because so the review didn't say the worst movies I've ever seen. It did say my least favorite movies I've ever seen, which oh, I think okay. is a completely different conversation yeah, that's different. because there's something about a good, bad movie that makes this is this is a bad movie. OK, this is a bad, bad movie. Uh, it might be a, it might be a better movie than some. How, hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. It might be a better, technically a better movie than some worse movies. But there are worse movies that are good, bad movies. My brain trying to do that math. No, here's, yes. the, here's the truth. Like, this is technically a better movie than all of the Fast and Furious sequels. Disagree. But it sucks in comparison. Those are better bad movies. I've never seen. They probably have worse ratings. Furious. Uh, they they probably made less money for the most part. Um, and I would say generally people like this movie more than like Six Fast, Six I Furious. Think, no, I th here's what I think, Ethan. I truthfully believe that this movie falls into a weird category with like the room and Rocky Horror Picture Show. No, 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 no. See, those are good bad movies. Those are cult. Hear me out. That's what I'm saying. Though, is with like audience those participation are cult moments. I think we may not be there yet, but the Hobbit trilogy as a cult classic, like movie marathon event. Hello, there's Emily. As a movie marathon <laughs> Just event. Just a single that, eye. Like, that, like, Hi, Emily. It's, it's Sauron. It's yeah. It's, that's Sauron. <laughs> Uh, that like you do with a group of people and you like laugh at all the silly moments in The Hobbit and then you watch the Lord of the Rings trilogy as like a not just a palate cleanser but like as a you know sashimi, a soul like cleanser a delicious, right like a delicious amazing 12 hour movie watching experience I, I don't think we're too far from that and I think the closest relationship this has is to that of the Star Wars prequels in that like there was an amazing trilogy of movies and then the guy who made it was like I'm gonna make three more that suck Attack of the Clones is, is a worse this. movie than this, is worse but than it's a this. better bad movie. Because it came out 10 years earlier, I'm telling you. No, it's just better characters. There's not better characters. This has Evangeline Lilly in it, although okay. I suppose. That's not a, a, that's not a character, <laughs> that's an actress. That's an actress. Attack yeah. of the Clones does have Natalie in it, which is like. barely a character. Yeah, oh, Let's, yeah. Let, let me, they tried let me their darndest. <laughs> let me be very They're clear. like, there's a whole lot of, and I froze. Oh. 
Nope. Nope. I'm back. <laughs> I'm going to have like PTSD. Yeah, your, your internet, internet is really on one of, tonight. Toriel is a female character and she's a badass, but it's like she's, she's a lowly warrior. It's like, hey, she, it, it's a woman. Hey, hey, everyone, look. We got it's a it's Here a it's a her girl. It's a she. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have any of but those they, in the first like, movie. Aren't you so we proud had of us? Yeah, they had yeah, but she was there for five minutes and then. I mean, I hear again. what you're saying. It doesn't make up for anything, but you can't forget Galadriel. Um, I don't even know what you're talking about. Here's well, the thing. You seem Here's a little more thing. stable. So great. Um, I'm glad on. one. I'm glad one thing about me seems stable because it's not up here. I can tell you that much because I made the mistake of preparing for one of my recordings tomorrow by uh, just before we hopped on this call, I was taking notes for the end. Oh God, what's the movie before this one? Unexpected Unexpected journey. (laughs) So I have, (laughs) (laughs) that was was a very specific, suspicious sounding cough, but I I, did mean it as a legitimate cough. I, I actually have a confession about an unexpected journey, specifically the end of it. You didn't Which, watch it, I get I it. I did watch it while we were recording last week. Like, if you listen to the episode, there's a <laughs> chunk right at the beginning where I don't say anything. Anything. And <laughs> <laughs> didn't know what was happening. Because I was watching the desolate, or, uh, the Unexpected Journey. Shitty yeah. ending. So, Terrible anyway, I ending. don't remember. I don't remember. Well, here's my thing, is that at least with an Unexpected Journey, it ends with, like, a little bit of um, resolution of this conflict between Bilbo and the dwarves, and they've kind of accepted him, which does not match up with the book. That's fine, whatever. Nothing at this point is matching up with the book. Um, so there's like that little bit of resolution. They had some sort of, you know, climactic battle scene that has to happen at the end of a Peter Jackson Tolkien movie. That's fine. And then there's that little cliffhanger when you see Bilbo's like, I think our all of our troubles are behind us. And then you see Smaug opening his eye. That's that's a okay ending. The ending in this movie is not an ending. This is a to be continued thing. Yeah. Which none of the three Lord of the Rings movies ever felt like I mean, obviously, it was like there's more to the story that we need to watch in the next movie. But the pre, but but like they all felt in some way that there was a complete narrative, beginning, middle, and end. And Desolation of Smog is where I do not feel that at all. Where it just feels like we're supposed to, like it's supposed to just autoplay into yeah, but the next movie. To, hold on, yeah. I have a question. If you had yeah. no responsibilities in this life, like you didn't have to go to work, you didn't have to go to the grocery store, like you were well stocked, your food was already made, and you just had three and a half hours, would this be as bad? Like if it was just you, on and you just kept watching it, like a TV show. It would take show. you more than three and a half hours to watch all of them. No, I don't know. No, just the desolation of Smaug. Oh, if there, if, so you're saying if there's literally nothing else in my life that I have to do, if this, well, that that's, that's my well, thing is that I don't, I go, I like watching desolation of Smaug, I go back and forth all these different moments of like, this is terrible. And then I'm like, Actually, this isn't too bad. Like you know, putting oh, the I book like aside, this isn't too bad. Thing. Yeah, and then and then um, and then Bard shows up. He's great. He's really great. He looks like Will Turner. Do you think Bard <laughs> and he's is really hot? Is pretty. <laughs> Do I think Bard is pretty? Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel think like he's, he's a good, attractive looking man. And then they're and then right away they're like. I'm a father of t- of three children and my wife was beautiful and she died and you're like I'm immediately attracted to you. The problem is I just watched speaking the actually I think this is 
I think this is where I got it stuck in my head, though, because he's the villain, the villain in uh, Six Fast, Six Furious, which I just watched like a week and a half ago. Nice. And so he came on screen. I was just like, Owen Shaw, you bastard. Who is that actor? I don't know his name. Thing. Um, but yeah, so uh, Luke Evans. To answer your Same. question, Tyler, you would have to get very far past. I have nothing that I have to do. And you would also have to, to, to cross over, like, is there anything I want to do more than watch The Desolation of Smaug? No, I think, uh, but there's a And the there's answer is, line. like, most things. But I think there's, like, a weird fine... I will say, like, the pacing is... So, like, there are action sequences that are amazing and well choreographed and moderately well animated that I'm watching this movie and I get bored watching. Like, how do you do that? There's I would so rather watch the crimes long. of Grindelwald on purpose. No, no. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, see, here's the th- here's that actually the thing, a, though. That has a plot though about no, the cri- it does it though. Crimes yeah. of Grindelwald at is least is like there's so much going on that you're like, this isn't a movie. This is nonsense. This but is I guess I'm just nonsense. along for the ride. Whereas this, at least there are stories. I'm just not. I was I was really thinking about it, and I'm like, I think the reason why this is why these trilogies are so not good is because they just keep throwing in all these extra elements that will cut away from the main story to go see. And like, we're supposed to, so the main one is Gandalf's side of the story dealing with the necromancer. And I think it's because like, we know what happens with with that darkness and, and whatnot. Like we know what that turns into. We know what that, comes to be 60 years later and how that ends. So I'm not really interested in watching Gandalf take on the necromancer because I know whatever they're going to do ultimately will not work. Uh, So I don't care. No, I don't, I don't feel that way. I feel like, I mean, I keep going to the Harry Potter movies and I know that Dumbledore is going to defeat Grindelwald in the duel in 1962 or whatever. Like, I don't, the fact that like that is Sauron to me is like a, it's kind of an interesting origin story. Plus, how's Gandalf going to survive this? He just lost his stick. Well, the thing though is that that's not even his origin story. His origin story would have been, you know, 5,000 whatever years ago. And that's what I think the... You're talking about the Sauron or are you talking Sir- about... Sauron. Well, this is the origin of like the Eye of Sauron, right? Is this not canon? I mean, Sauron existed like as a human vessel right, no, I, I understand thousands that, if, and thousands of years ago. He had several forms. If I watch the Lord of the Rings trilogy, one of my biggest questions, if I've never read the books and I don't know the extended lore, one of my biggest questions is how did he get a big old fiery eye on a tower after getting his finger chopped off? So I think connecting those dots is, is a worthwhile story to tell. I think where I get a little bored is like the Wood Elves having such like dark history. Like Legolas to me in the original trilogy seemed so pure. Yeah. I, Legolas is a dick in this movie. Legolas he is like a dick. Is so, he's like so dark. He's like so dark and jaded and like I've been scorned by the world and blah. And then like, and felt it makes no sense what happens to his character in the 60 year span between now and, and Lord of the Rings where he seems all like bright eyed and bushy tailed. And it's like, you cannot connect, (laughs) you cannot connect this Legolas with the Legolas that like, I know it's impossible, you know, bodies with Gimli at Helm's deep. Yeah. It's impossible. Except for how about, was that not y'all's favorite part of the movie when they, uh, pull the, uh, lock it out of dwarf that will not be named and they're like 
Who's oh, this? That's my wee lad, Gimli. <laughs> <laughs> I did laugh. <laughs> and I, like, I, I lost it. I was like, ah! And then Legolas is like, wow, he's ugly. And I'm like, joke's on you. You guys are going to sail off into the literal sunset you into see, another plane of existence. <laughs> normally I like those references, but this time I was just like, oh, yeah, he's Gimli. Uh, funny. <laughs> I well, think it was the right it. amount. I think I anything know. more so, would have been the moment when Smaug dumb. at the end was like nothing can pierce my flesh, and the next frame is the black <laughs> is Bard arrow with no, 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 not the black even arrow. Bard, but like the black arrow comes out the door, and, and then, then Bard he, comes. Yeah. I was like, shut <laughs> up, you hated Peter that. Jackson. I don't care. I really liked it. I liked it. <laughs> can I? Can I take a timeout for two seconds? Yeah. Uh, what y'all what? are telling me that this movie that we all just watched for this podcast. Explains uh-huh. how Sauron got the eye. Well, the next movie also supposedly helps piece that together. I've um, missed that entirely. It's because it's it's because whenever it cuts to Gandalf, that's like okay, it's time to go in the kitchen yeah. and get a snack. It's Every time, time to it go cuts to, the to Gandalf, my brain goes, to, "All right, uh, look I, at yeah. your phone." And again, think. I think it's I think it's because we know what happens with this other plotline. Like we already know what happens, and nothing that they do on that side of the story is ever going to be as cool as what happens in Lord of the Rings. So what's the point? Well, it also raises the question: devoting like, time to it now. Gandalf is going to escape Sauron, right? We know that, and Gandalf is going to lose to a Balrog, and that to me is like. Well, it's technically, because they did my boy Gandalf dirty well, this in the technically trilogy. Isn't Sauron in his full form? So maybe I could understand that. Well, they did my I boy Gandalf dirty in the trilogy. I'm Which t- trilogy? I'm, I maintain this. This trilogy, the main trilogy, main trilogy. Like like the Return of the, the Lord of the Rings trilogy, the the one that was actually books. Los multiple. libros, books plural. Like J.R. Tolkien was like, man, I got this really cool wizard. Man, Fuck he him. played he played Gaston in Beauty and the Beast. Yes, J.R.R. Tolkien played Gaston in Beauty and the Beast. Yes, no, so um, good no, Christ, Luke, Luke Bard, what's his name, Luke Evans, Luke Evans. He no, he really, played Owen Shaw though, in Six thing, Fast Six Furious. Is that like he has that facial hair in real life? Yes, like that's okay. what. So it took me. Well, that, not f- currently because he's filming Beauty and the Beast, the TV Probably. series. Oh, gotcha. Before we talk um, about, before we talk about the guy that looks like Will Turner and the guy that is Will Turner, um, <laughs> Tyler Carlin, the 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 Hobbit: colon, The Defecation of Smaug, uh, zero out of one hundred. I want to say I will revisit this. I'll watch it again. I'll continue to enjoy the barrels. I'll continue to love ten out of one hundred. Love the world that Tolkien created, and love Bilbo and Martin Freeman and. Smaug and the whole thing. We get it. You don't want to alienate half of your audience. Maybe like a third. Maybe like a none fourth. of them. Like this is maybe my a twelve. Popular. It's just. Like it. It's just Irina Rodriguez that we're gonna. I like. I will apologize directly <laughs> to Actually, Bacon and Eggs listener Irina Rodriguez who um, loves these movies. There's a lot more people out there who genuinely think these are great movies. No, no, no. Yeah, no, but no. if you look at if you look at Discord, they're okay. If you look at Discord, we have zero ratings over a seventy other than Irina's. I'm gonna go with a thirty-six. Damn. You're you're kidding. 
Damn, boy. I was going to go with 36. Damn. That was the number in my head. Yeah. This movie sucks. I have low standards for movies then because I was going to give this like a 70 or something. We watch a lot. You have to understand, we watch a ton. I know you watch a lot of movies. You do it every week. Uh, Here's the thing. I'm going to go. I'm going to pull up the the rankings real quick. Um, Uh, um, I don't think I give this a 70, though. That's what I gave last week. I I would rather watch Space Jam colon a new legacy. Uh, uh, My hand to God. It, it only took like three weeks, but my hand to God, I'd rather watch the new Space Jam movie. Shorter. See, again, On purpose. Not much shorter, but it is shorter. Man, like, I, I know just, these aren't, I know these aren't good movies, No, I, but I like, feel it, this, but I still feel this innate urge to like protect them and defend them. I do too. Even and though that, I know. That was, that was my defense was that like, I know that this is, it, it's, it's one of these things where I truly believe in rating with your heart. Like, give me your subjective score. I don't care what the standards of film say. And truthfully, this is like a 36 that I love. Like, Damn. I don't know how to explain this. Yeah, see, this is a 36 that I deplore. Like, But, but you don't I like revisiting stuff. really even. cannot wait. What does wait that have anything to do with For it? next week. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like it's a 36 that I want to watch again and I want to experience again. And well, I then like that the, doesn't, then that, I don't believe then that that's a subjective score that you're giving. I think you're trying to give an objective score because if it's something that you want to watch again, then your personal score would be higher than a 36. No, because I want to do it to like punish myself. I want to like watch all six of the movies and be like, oh, I've got to watch Desolation of Smaug. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't love revisiting stuff. I don't think about stuff like that, but like. If you gave me the choice right now, Ethan, would you rather go back to a human movie theater and watch Jungle Cruise again or ha- or watch The Hobbit called The Desolation of Smog? I would really love to see it in the theater, actually. I would go the to theaters. Jungle Cruise. I would go to Jungle Cruise five times in a row. If you're like, Ethan, you have to spend the next 10 hours watching Jungle Cruise. I'd be like, yeah, let's do it. Because I got so... So bored during this movie. I did get I bored. got I got really bored during some parts and then other parts I was very much paying attention. Mary Clay, so give I don't us know a score. how to balance that. Please please give us a score so we can uh, move on. 65. Okay. But like I yeah, I, I legitimately like if these movies were an hour and forty minutes long. Yeah, that's where it gets. Then yeah. you could make three of them, okay? If these movies were an hour and forty so minutes long, here's here's the problem of this movie. We spend the back, maybe I would say a third, maybe not a third. I don't know. We spend a good portion of this movie watching Keely be healed. None of that is necessary, and it's all just so they can bring in Tariel. And did y'all? That was. Uh, Tyler, the moment earlier when he was like, no arrow can pierce me. And then the arrow pops out and you were like, oh, my God, this is awful. That was my (laughs) that was my exact feeling when Keely looks up and then Tariel is like in is like glowing. And I I was just like, this is not happening. This is so bad. Anyway, we spent a good portion of the movie devoted to this subplot for. You guys haven't seen the next movie yet, but you've read the books for Achilles to just die in the next movie. Yeah. <laughs> they kill. We spend we we watch. Is, is I, so who is if Tariel is in the book? No, she's no? not. There's no woman in the book until Lobelia Saxville Baggin shows up in the last chapter and is walking out of Bag End with Bilbo's spoons. That is the first time a woman appears in The Hobbit. That's 
so, bonkers. <laughs> Really, it's not because it was the 1930s and Tolkien had literally, I think the only woman he knew was his wife. <laughs> so, uh, uh, was Miss Saxville, yeah, Saxville Bagginses. And he wrote a, a a book about 14 dudes on a journey. Like, yeah. Like, um, which, yeah, again, if you're Peter Jackson making this movie in 2013, just make a couple of them. Feel you kill your women's names anyway. Just make them make them w- women, right? Like, yeah, I think they would have made some of yeah would have made some of them women or, or something or had more. Or made some of them people of color or. Did and you guys? Anything. Did you guys see? Did you guys see the two people of color in the crowd at Lake Town? No, I didn't see anything. I was there so was a woman. Bored. There was a black woman, and then there was another woman with like some kind of. Then again, it was winter, so that would also make sense. She had some kind of head covering, and I was like, "Oh my god, they have like a Muslim woman." And then I was like, "Oh, it's winter." <laughs> oh, Stephen Fry was in this. It just showed up out of nowhere with a plot that I didn't care about. Also, did you guys see the other Stephen? Stephen Colbert has a cameo in this movie. Oh no. I obviously did not see Stephen Colbert's cameo. It's um I w- I didn't I wouldn't have known that was him unless my friend had have gone. That's Stephen Colbert. Um there's a when they're arriving in Lake Town um right before they go into Bard's house, uh there's that sequence of like all of the people kind of like passing messages. Mm-hmm. Um and then there's a guy with an eye patch who knocks on a window and that's Stephen Colbert. And I just love that and it's so there's nothing more wholesome in the world than watching Stephen Colbert geek out on Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Because he's he's met so many, so many like famous people, but he will lose his mind whenever he talks to someone connected with Lord of the Rings. It's uh, absolutely fair, adorable. To be fair, if if I guess I've had the opportunity to meet one person from this movie and I did not take it. Not from this movie, but from the original trilogy. Uh I'm sorry, you need to go back and explain yourself then. Oh, Sean Astin came to a Comic Con in Roanoke and I worked that event and I could have peed at the same time as him or gone up and I guess seen him. My buddy Tim went and peed at the same time as him and he was like, okay. Oh hey Tim. Well he didn't say oh hey Tim, but he was like, Oh hey, how's it going? And they had like a you know, like a pee conversation. They weren't like peeing while I- talking, but like well, then what's a pee conversation? It's just like when you see somebody... Tyler's made surprise you. I don't know. I don't know what pee yeah, conversations no, Tyler, are like in just men's don't, bathrooms. Don't even explain the sacred rituals. Right. I, I don't have to explain <laughs> it, but like the, the men who are listening, those who they identify as men, they understand what I'm talking about. People who have spent time in, in what would traditionally be described as a, as a male restroom. Yeah. Get it. Yeah. Let's I talk... Mean, it's nothing big, okay. but but Tim met Sean Astin in the bathroom. That's all. Well, it sounds like you messed up, Tyler. I did. Yeah, honestly, you messed up. That could have been your big break. You could have said... I Ten mean, years from now, I'm gonna meet this girl on the internet, and she's gonna have a Lord of the Rings podcast. Let's Ten talk about that was since you've started this. <laughs> Wait, when did you go? When was the? Uh, this when is, was that? This Comic-Con? is the last. So they just redid Big Lit Common Comma. They didn't do it last year, I don't think. But it was 19. Uh, but I like so real quick on Sean Astin. I work for a company where on your first day of work, you have to watch Rudy. You meet Sean Astin. <laughs> we have to kind of. You have to watch him not play football for Notre Dame for two God, hours. That movie sucks. <laughs> Jesus but, Christ why is Sean Astin in so many bad movies I love Sean Astin I don't think I've seen a movie he's in that I don't like except the Goonies but we're not getting into the Goonies again <laughs> I'm saying nothing go ahead well, say what you're going to say because I've been trying to make a point for like five minutes now 
What's your what's what's your point? No, no, Tyler's talking. Let's go. Sean Aston oh. is in a lot of movies that I like. He's in Stranger Things. I love Stranger Things. That's not a movie. No, but when it comes to characters from TV shows that end up in Lord of the Rings, uh, Evangeline Lily is in this movie as a character who does not matter and sucks. I know. But man, am I so excited to see her. Anytime somebody from Lost shows up in anything, I'm like, yes. That's it. Because so few of them show up in anything ever. Like right? Lost was such a career killer. For if I, if I had a, a nickel for every time a actor an actor from, from Lost, Lost appeared in, in the yeah, Tolkien the, trilogies, I'd, I'd have, have two, two nickels. nickels. I'd have two <laughs> it's weird nickels. that it happened weird twice. It happened twice, right? If yeah. Matthew Fox showed up, though, I'd be like, get off the television. I do not want to watch this, Matthew Fox. You and your shaky nose. It's not happening. Yeah, get out of here. Um, let's talk about book management for a minute, because this book, to by my count, takes up 120 pages. Uh, I mean, this movie takes up 120 pages of the uh, 275 pages that are in The Hobbit. It ends, it begins on page 105 and ends by, again, as far as I could tell, on page, by glance, on page 225, which means it leaves them 51 pages for the next movie, which is A, garbage management, and B, why did they cut stuff out of the book if you're going to make a two hour and 41 minute long movie? And you're like, you know what? We can't spend 30 seconds talking to the Eagles. Here's How dare they? Here's what just baffles me. Absolutely baffles me. Uh, The chapters Queer Lodgings and I don't remember what the one where they're in Mirkwood is called with the spiders. But those are are decently long chapters for The Hobbit. And they have tons of interesting content in them. And they decided for whatever reason to totally gloss over all of those things and rush through it to get to Tariel, to get to um, whatever Gandalf is doing. Uh, And... Because I think it would have been totally fine for them to start off this movie with like some kind of not like quiet calmness, but like with them just chilling with Bayorn or Bjorn or Bjorn. I just don't understand. Bjorn. Is this like coming from the Potter world and the like all that? I can't help but be like, is this movie at all canon? No, I don't consider it. No, 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 no. Oh, see, that makes it way, way less watchable. What, like, who is Peter Jackson? I guess is my biggest question. Like, the oh, only, so did you guys he, see the Peter Jackson cameo? No, no. That one's really hard to miss. It's right at the beginning in Bree, and there's a dude who walks out eating a carrot, and he kind of looks at the camera. Nice. That's Peter Jackson. It's very obviously Peter Jackson, so, too. The, 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 I do want to say the only thing I would consider canon out of all of the movies, honestly, uh, is that Boromir dying at the end of Fellowship is better than Boromir dying at the beginning of Towers. Yeah, it makes no sense. Poor Tolkien. Like, like that was... Boromir. That was... And, and also the... the Poor uh, one out for Mir. The bigger importance placed on the Battle of Helm's Deep, I do like. Um, but yeah, no, nothing in this book. The, the chapter, Queer Lodgings, which uh, takes... Is is the chapter that encompasses their visit to Bjorn? It takes uh, twenty four pages of the two hundred seventy six, which is eight percent of the entire book. So, eight uh, percent of the trilogy should be spent. I think Mary Clay's dead. Dead? Well, her her the computer died again. Oh. You froze. Am I back? Yes, you're back. Okay. You are. This also is fun. Have fun editing. Size. Yeah. My internet connection is unstable. No shit. A shard lied to me. A shad. A me- Meshach and a Bendigo. Ooh, okay, it's not Meshach. 
That would be wild. <laughs> Shadrach, Meshach, uh, and Abednego. Um, so the, the chapter Queer Lodgings, which uh, encompasses their visit to Bjorn in the book, takes place over 24 pages, which is 8% of the entire book, right? And they were just like, mm, let's spend no, gloss over it. let's spend four minutes of movie maybe on it. Uh, like what? Why? And I Why? get I get cutting out. There's this whole sequence of events in that chapter where like Gandalf has to kind of trick Bjorn into letting the dwarves stay there. Where like he and Bilbo are talking to him, and then he's like, oh, we have some friends waiting outside, and Bjorn's like, okay, let them in, and then like two dwarves come in, and then they talk for a little bit longer, and then he's like, and I also have some more friends, and they repeat this until all 13 dwarves have slowly come in. So I get them not doing that. That's very tedious to watch on screen. No, I think that would have been hilarious. I I mean, look, I would have loved it. That That was my favorite chapter that was my favorite chapter of the book and that was the thing that people were asking me like what are you most excited to see adapted Bjorn do you know what happens in that chapter there are fucking animals walking around on their hind legs serving the dwarves food it was dope and then all and and then Bjorn's like hey don't go outside tonight you might die I'm gonna go do some bear stuff and he leaves and then he comes back and is like Goblins, not a problem anymore. And they walk outside and he has the decapitated head of one of the goblins on a pike and he has like pelted a warg and they're just like, who are you? And then he's like, would anyone like some tea and honey bread? And it's the most obscure. It's very clearly, I think, where Tolkien got some inspiration from, uh, what's his face? Tom Bombadil. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Like, I think he wrote Bjorn and was like, I like this guy. This is a fun thing to, this is a fun device to write into my books. But like, um, And he did that with Tom Bombadil to a much, much greater what's he extent. Got? What's he that got? Had nothing to do. What's he, he got here? Ta- listeners, Tyler grabbed a book <laughs> and is flipping through it. <laughs> he looks so confused. Um, uh, yeah. Got? And they totally He's glossed over the that. sacred texts. And then what is, is that? The Hobbit? Not the Hobbit. Yeah. Um, and then same within Mirkwood, that's supposed to be Bilbo's big, like heroic moment where he finally, uh, I get that like they kind of need it in the first movie. They needed to give him those more active moments. So it's not as much of a, a deal when he all of a sudden steps up and takes charge and saves the day in Mirkwood. Um, but I don't like how they, like I didn't, it didn't look as dark and depressing as it felt in the book. And it didn't seem like they were actually in there for that long. And what are you looking at? Bjorn's Hall. Hall. Bjorn's Hall. Elven King's Gate. Oh. Um, Yeah. And so those are the two things that like they totally glossed over that if you're like, hey, we have to somehow turn this 250 page book into three, two and a half hour long movies. What do we do? I would look at those two chapters and be like, we're going to make that half of the movie. Well, so let me uh, let me roll back to 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 uh, Bjorn for a second. I do want to talk about Markwood because I have a a very big point to make about that. But like I was reading the book and, and watching that scene in my head of where all the dwarves like sneak in. And I was like, man, this is going to be a great scene in the movie. No, it's not going to be. A because it was going to be funny. Scene. So the, the, the great thing, the saving grace of an unexpected journey is that the movie is allowed to be fun sometimes with this one. Yeah. I truly think that Peter Jackson was like, mm, no the second, second segment of the book. We're going to beat the fun out of it with a club until yeah. there's nothing left. But excuse me. Goop. He says, we're going to put a lot of fun in 
where Orlando Bloom is going to run down a river for 20 minutes so straight. So let's let's talk about that, orcs that whole sequence. No, 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 no. We're not there yet. We're not okay, there we're yet. Not okay. There yet. Okay. okay, we're not, we're there, not yet. there yet. I'm done talking about Bjorn. I do want Listeners, to talk about- this is, remember last week when we didn't talk about the movie at all, including the most iconic part of the entire trilogy, which is got Riddles in the Dark. We didn't talk about any of that. We're talking about a lot of that this week. So here's the thing. Hold on. I got I to gotta look up a fact real quick. I got to look up a okay. fact. Look up effect. Um, yeah, I was like so incredible. And that's what's funny is I kept saying before these movies, I was like, there can't possibly be anything from the books that they cut that I'm going to be sad that they cut because there's no way they cut anything. There's no way they cut. Right. There's anything. no way they cut anything because they, they had made to use all of it. Three so, two hour and 40 minute long movies. And so when I was watching the first when I was watching the second movie and they were done with Bjorn in five minutes I was like what the hell was that that no 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 it it was actually very similar to what happened when they were like Faramir's gonna take the ring and I'm like that's not what happens listeners I am still on about that I will be I just want to say that I saw this movie not in theaters but in 2014 okay I saw this movie with my eyes in 2014 okay I would like to take you back to a different time in my past. Uh, imagine that it's around the middle of July, 2016, and Netflix has this hit new Pokemon TV. Go is awesome. No, I'm talking. I'm right. talking, guys. With the youths. Pause. I it's thought a, we were going to have a woman president. It's around the middle of July, 2016, okay? <laughs> Netflix has just come out with a television show called Stranger Things. Okay? And in episode one of Stranger Things, the disappearance of Will Byers, or the vanishing of Will Byers, they reference Mirkwood. Yes. As the place that they ride their bikes through. And when one of the characters, I don't remember which one it was at this point, I haven't seen the first episode in a long time, says, Mirkwood, it's from The Hobbit. I said, the fuck it is? What the hell is Mirkwood? Do you feel like I you have know seen now? this movie. I... And you don't remember that? I didn't remember Mirkwood. Oh, okay. I gotcha. I was saying, it was like I was hearing hearing a word for the first time because the movie didn't do a good enough job. They they refer to it as something else in these movies. And then later on, they're like, they're referring to the dark woods as Mirkwood or for, for some reason. Like they call the woods something else for a while. And then they're like, the locals call it Mirkwood. This actually, let me tell you why. You cannot, one, you had to pause your awesome Summer 16 Drake album to even watch Stranger Things, and that was its own experience. You had to you had to pause to pour one out for Harambe to watch Stranger exactly Things. Exactly right. <laughs> Two, you cannot convince... What else happened in 2016? You said you watched it in 2014. You literally cannot convince me 2014 happened. Oh, I remember 2014 happened? 2014. 2014 did not happen, Ethan. Yeah, it we did. straight from 2013 to 2015. Tyler, I turned 21 in 2014. Oh, man. In March. That's sad. Yeah. I remember your 20th birthday. I was looking at pictures from it literally today. You remember my 21st birthday? What did we do at your 21st birthday? We went to Brickhouse. Hey, well, And I threw up in the bathroom because Darun bought me a, or gave me a double four horseman as my birthday shot. (laughs) Gave me an eight horseman as my birthday shot. Have you ever had a four horseman, Mary Clay? No. Jack, John, Jim, and Jose? I'm good. Solid pass. Ugh. 
It's the tequila with all the bourbon that makes you vomit. Yeah, I I I, <laughs> I remember what that tasted like. It went in my stomach and I went, oh, what was that? And he goes, oh, you just did that. That was a double four horseman. Bathroom's over there. And I was like, I'll be right back. Thank you. This is crazy. There's a Wikipedia with like a detailed day by day catalog of what happened in July of 2016. Oh, summer 16. Playing dirty. July of 20, July 17th, 2016. Out front four seasons looking like a damn football team. Protesters in Pakistan take offense to the honor killing okay, of internet celebrity. I don't know who that is. Where's that's... Harambe? Harambe. Was that 16? That couldn't have been. Yes, it was 16. Tyler, this was all in the no, year of I our was, Lord 2016. In, there's no way Harambe died after I graduated. No, he did. He absolutely did. May um, 28th, 2016. So yeah. literally like a week after you graduated. Because I was, I living, I was living in the apartment I lived okay, in. Okay, well, I don't know. <laughs> I was living in the apartment I lived in after Port when I bought a Make Harambe Alive Again t-shirt and it never got to me because my mail got stolen a bunch that year. <laughs> oh, man. Rip. Rip. Oh, man. And then how... That was the year I believe that Marge Shkreli went to jail boy. or whatever. Okay, so it's been... You had Five the best years. T-shirt. Okay, so that little boy is eight. In twenty thirty one, that boy is gonna have some insane icebreakers to tell at college. Oh, the boy that Harambe died for? <laughs> yeah, the boy that fell into the enclosure and is the reason they shot him. He's gonna well, be like, son, so Harambe died for your sins. So <laughs> Literally your specific sins. No, but that <laughs> that year was absolutely wild because that's also when Pokemon Go came out. Oh yes, um, Team Mystic or bust. Let me tell the, you right now, if if you are a listener of this show and you're not Team Mystic, you can literally stop listening. I was Valor. I don't care what you were, Ethan. I'm talking to the listener. I know you don't listen to this show. You don't listen to anything. I haven't. I was gonna check I my Pokemon to this show Go a lot more than you do. <laughs> Because I still have it on my phone, um, but I have definitely not opened that app since 2016. Oh, there's no way Pokemon Go is on my phone right now. <laughs> and it's gonna be, and it's gonna be like, would you like to update? Would you like to install these 20 I've updates? Had, I've had five like, no. phones since Pokemon Go came I t- out. I, I tell you what happens is Pokemon Go comes out, and I've opened it and been like, I'm gonna get back into this. I would say once every, I don't know, 14 months, like less than once a year. And every time, it's like your account never existed. You are not real. You never were real. You do not matter. 0% chance that I have played Pokemon Go since the year 2016. Yeah. I can't believe And then we also got the fantastic... Happened. Well, that was when Vine was still going on because we got... Oh, no, I think that was in a speech. Hillary Clinton said, Pokemon go to the polls. Was it Hillary Clinton? Or maybe it was someone else. Someone definitely said, Pokemon go to the polls. And then that's also when we got the Vine of her going, I'm just chilling. In Cedar Rapids. <laughs> anyway, I remember. I remember there was a, a, a hotline bling where former President Donald Trump danced to the hotline bling dance to like. What happened in 2016? You used to call me on your payphone. Um, fun you fact: I know when that hotline bling and "Hark the Herald Angels Sing" have the same rhythm like syllable so just do with that information what you will i know when the hotline blinks that's not <laughs> that's not hark the herald angels hark sing the herald angels that's sing. joy to the world yes. or something <laughs> i don't know what you're saying hark the herald angels yeah, right. sing you're singing oh come you faithful i think that's it yeah Whatever, Catholics. Oh, this is a dumb article. I wanted fun stuff. I pull up what happened in 2016. Columbia strikes a peace deal. 
Oh, man. Anyway, so uh, it is actually 2021. Uh, the coronavirus is still happening. Everybody get your vaccines. Vine is dead. TikTok is more alive than it's ever been. Um, it's probably going to die as soon as we publish this episode. It's not. It, there's there's a zero percent chance it dies between now and Thursday. Um, I wouldn't say zero. There's never a zero percent chance of. I mean, I I think it's a zero percent. I think that machine takes longer to stop. Okay, this isn't Flappy Bird. <laughs> you can't just pull it off the oh, app store man. and it goes away. Flappy Bird. That never, was 2014, y'all. That was 2014. Out an old iPod or something that from that era and it's got flappy birds still on it i still think about the time that we were in our dorm in rappahannock river hall and tyler carlin (laughs) goes to poo in his bedroom with his phone still in his bedroom in his his bedroom we we all had separate bathrooms they were connected to our bedrooms Um, were you listening to the itsy bitsy spider (laughs) (laughs) goes to poo in his bathroom and still has his phone connected to the bluetooth speaker and i'm sitting there in the living room and all I hear is hearing the ding 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 shwunk fuck shwunk shwunk fuck oh god I don't think you know I miss this who's that Pokemon it's Pikachu Pikachu it's Clefairy fuck I'm so glad that sound has finally like made it to TikTok you like that one, Mary oh Clay? Oh, God. Yeah. I think about that <laughs> daily of listening to time. Like, I hear him just scream from his bathroom. Uh, that's pretty good. I was never good at that game. Oh, I rocked at Flappy Bird. I was pretty good. I was pretty good. I was much better than Tyler. I could Guitar Hero the crap out of all of you. Guaranteed. Oh, Flappy Bird? No Guitar Hero? Ha- I could... I could never ever get to a point where I could use one of the orange keys. Do you know what's funny? On Guitar We've Hero. had this exact same conversation. No, we haven't. On there's this no podcast. way we have. Guarantee because we talk. We, it ends up. Have you and Ethan to, had this conversation? No, 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 no. no. It's specifically with you because it end, the conversation goes to yeah. The last time we were at the circuit, I got drunk and I sucked at Guitar Hero. Let me tell you, Guitar Hero is much harder when you're drunk. Ha 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 ha! And we all laugh. Everybody laugh. Come on, laugh. I don't think I laugh, don't think God you told this. I am to this day the the 111th best 2041 player, 2048 player. Sorry. Wow. In the world. 2048. <laughs> Never got into 24-8. It was too many numbers. Too many yeah, numbers. Yeah, I, I, uh, <laughs> I was the first person I knew to beat it. Uh, I tried amazing. it and I was like, I was like, nope, too many numbers. Yeah. I can't do that. You're amazing. Well, you deserve like a medal. Number 111 in the world. This guy. <laughs> Wait, That's... you're the 111st? I'm the 111st <laughs> 2048 player. That's amazing. Uh, cool. Um, so it's 2021. We're talking about the Hobbit colon the Des- desolation the of smog, delimin- the delineation of smog, of delamination sma- of smog, smag, uh, the the defecation of smeg. swamp ass, smidge. <laughs> um, uh, I, I want to. I really want to talk about how they genuinely made Bard look. Like Will Turner, and I think later, I think halfway through filming, they're like, "Oh shit, he looks exactly like Will Turner." And we have Orlando Bloom in this movie. What are we gonna do? I don't know that they hold on. I I would like to conspiracy theorize for a second here. I'm not a hundred percent sure they actually got Orlando Bloom to be in this movie. Now I know, I know, Orlando Bloom. I know that he has aged like 14 years since he played Legolas. Correct, but. 
I swear to God, they just CGI Jason Isaacs into this movie. Like Jason Isaacs isn't in this movie. I know that he he. I'm saying what do you I, mean? my, that is my conspiracy theory is that he was the body double for Orlando Bloom. And they CGI Orlando Bloom out of him to play. You know Legolas. who I wish I do wish J- I wish they had gotten Jason Isaacs for Thranduil. Jason that Isaacs has got that kind of so thick good. neck like Orlando Bloom does in this movie. He would have been so good as. Oh, and then let's also. Well, actually, no. Hang on. Well, first, I want to be like Jason was- Isaacs is Lucius Malfoy. All right, thank you. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is yeah. that like we've already seen him like halfway to this role. So let's just go the full Monty and and have them be Thranduil with those weird ass antlers. I have a TikTok that I'm going to post and I'm so excited about it. And y'all won't understand this reference because I don't think you've watched uh, Princess Diaries 2 Royal Engagement. We have abs- audio. One, A, one, B. Yes, I have. Two, I'm okay. aware of the TikTok audio, but the moose. Yeah. I look like a moose. A moose. A very yes, cute moose. A very cute moose. They call they the boy, call the boy moose. 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 I have antlers. (laughs) I have made that for Thranduil. I just need to actually post it. It's just in my drafts. And may when when the idea occurred to me, I'd laugh so much. You pronounce all Um, the letters in Thranduil. Do it for the rest of the characters. Because that's how they say it in the movie. Do it for they the rest say Thranduil. Do it for the rest. If you're gonna pronounce the I, actually, you know if what? You're gonna I don't the, think if you're gonna pronounce the I in Thranduil. You have to. I don't pronounce think they actually say Thranduil. I think they slur it every single time. If they, if you're gonna pronounce the I in Thranduil, you have to pronounce the I in Gloin and Thran. Well, that's how they say it in the movie. They say Thranduil. I don't care how they say it in the movie. If you're gonna pronounce the I in that word, you have to pronounce the I in all the words, all the names, all the no, names. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure it's just. Thrain, Gloin. Fine, then it's uh, Galadriel and Thranduil. And, uh, uh, There's different Andril, 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 and Narsal, and... Now, th- that's not you, that's just you putting emphasis on the wrong words, not on the wrong syllables. No, not I'm deleting just... the eyes out of those words, like you're doing. Do not talk to if me. If I deleted the eye out of Gloin, it would just be Glon. <laughs> I don't think you want you're, it to be Glon. You're, 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 you're sm- I'm going to call you're him Glon. Smoosh. There's no way. There's no way that Gimli John Ronald Tolkien sat down and said, yes, this character's name is Gloin, Gloin son of Groin. As in Oin, because he was when he was writing the 13 dwarves, he wrote them to have these funny, sing-songy nursery rhyme names. And so it's Nori, Ori, Dory. Keely, oh, no. Feely, Oin, Gloin. All the dwarves are named after Norse characters. Except now it's Glon. I will only <sighs> refer to him as Glon thus far. Gimli, um, son no, of but, Glon. <laughs> but really, Gimli and Bill Bobbigans and Frodo. The way that it was, it, the way that it was, uh, a good I don't know hour, hour and a half into I don't know when Bard shows up. <laughs> it was a while, and I was like, he's very attractive, but. I can't place my finger on it. And my friend was like, he looks like Will Turner. And I was like, he looks like Will Turner. Bootstraps, bootstraps, bootstraps. Tell me. Is your name Elizabeth Turner through which blows the blood of Will Turner? Or Bill Turner? (laughs) I'm disinclined to acquiesce to your request. And so in this movie... 
Bard looks more like Orlando Bloom as what? No, wait. <laughs> ba- Bard looks more like Will Turner than Orlando Bloom looks no. like Will Turner. Yes, but that's because Orlando Bloom looks like Legolas. But like, well, sort of. Well, Bard looks like, looks Will like his eye. Legolas's eyes. I think they like went extra hard on the yes. CGI or something for his blue. They're like, we're gonna make him real blue. Like we don't want there to be any doubt that he has blue eyes. Weird to me. And and you said you watched the first five minutes of Fellowship, so maybe I'm mistaken on this. The Lord of the Rings movies have aged better than the Hobbit movies because of the practical effects. Yes. 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 I will say they were like, hey, Peter, ja- somebody at Warner Brothers was like, Peter Jackson, guess what? We just finished those Potter movies, not one decapitation. You can decapitate he deca- whoever I was you want. genuinely shot. There's one where they decapitate and they do it like it's a 3D movie and the head go- the head hits the camera. Well, and that's the thing like, with the freaking- They really went ham on that. The- I, I would love this movie so much more if Warner Brothers just signed a deal with Universal and they were like, you know what? We're just going to do Universal Studios Hobbit world, Lord of the Rings world, right? And they made the river scene with the Log barrels flume. into a water ride because that's what it looks like. Literally, they they you go to like barrel cam they, a couple times. Yeah. And they're they trying put, to like put like you in the... Very- it's so it's shot like one of those three movies that they at a stuck park. a GoPro that they stuck a GoPro on a barrel and sent it yeah. down a river and they used it in some of those shots. Yeah. Okay, so that that sequence, it's a fun battle. Great. Goes on for I think 10 minutes too long. Yeah. It just keeps going. At one point, Legolas, did you guys catch it? He doesn't shield surf, but he orc surfs. Yes, I absolutely yeah. he jumps on a he jumps on a orc and like slides it down. Uh, some stairs. Oh, that's another part of the movie that the, they like keep cutting to to show what the orcs are up to. And I don't I don't care what they're doing. Like you could very much you could easily just cut those out. And I would just naturally assume, yeah, they're following them. Like, I don't care that they uh I, I don't care that we're showing like what they're thinking or like what their tactics are. The only time Legolas blinks is when he realizes he has wounded, he realizes he has been wounded, and when Thranduil beheads the orc he is interrogating. The whole movie Did was that know? a is that a true thing? That's, yeah, that's that you were reading. Little, fun little trivia for you. That's terrifying. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's that's I can't I don't get what they were going for with the and also let's talk about the fact that they bring in Legolas. So actually, you know what? I think it does make sense. Because his he is his father is the king of is the elven king of Mirkwood and we do meet the elven king in the book. So and I think because we're familiar with Legolas, I think it kind of did make sense for maybe for uh, what's his face Legolas to be there. But I don't think he needed to have this whole subplot in the movie. Oh, and then also what what the absolutely like thinnest thinnest layer of motivation for Tariel to go off and I know it's because she wants to go save Keeley because the orc is like I poisoned the dark head one they're all dark haired or whatever he said they all have dark hair um, also and that one orc had poison arrows and the rest of them don't or they all have poison arrows the rest of them didn't get shot though it was just Keeley got an arrow to the right, but a lot of people got shot by orcs a lot in later movies so I guess that, well, that one died. They probably ran out of poison. When or maybe Saruman they ran out of poison. I don't know. Over. Anyway, and then all of us, they have literally only had one conversation together. And then all of a sudden she is leaving behind everything to go chase after the dwarves. And there's just no, I don't understand it. And then they kind of, 
try and add in like this idea that like, oh, I can't let this darkness go running through our lands on good conscience. And I'm like, why? This makes no sense. Like, it's her backstory that like my family was killed by well, orcs. And you got to also remember, like, as the dwarves are escaping, Legolas and Tariel just like whoosh around. No, like we're on your side now. Like we should be trying to stop you from escaping. But instead of doing that, we're just going to, I guess, help you escape. Because then it's well, then the, the motive switches to we would rather let you go than let these orcs. Yeah. I think they also know that the orcs are after the dwarves. And if they don't stop the orcs, the orcs will kill the dwarves. And they don't want that to happen. Why? Um, because they because the dwarves are the heroes prisoners. of the movie, Tyler, and none of this happens. Right, but so then Oakenshield came in and was like, "Listen, Thranduil, you abandoned my grandfather in our time of need." You and then, can, and, and then, then he, he does that weird little shudder thing, <sighs> and the and then the I don't know what happened to his face there. Something happened, uh, Thranduil. Um, I was learning about this. He's so, um, I don't even know how to like describe. It's like a good performance, I guess, but he's so like off-putting and weird that like I'm uncomfortable around him. But I'm also like, you're so with, he's a great elf, I guess. Like he's so with that, I guess that's it, is he's really good at playing an elf. Will Ferrell like, is a great elf. <laughs> you just ended the podcast, Tyler. Congratulations. Oh, sorry, I'm not listening to you. I'll be back in a second. No, I know. Um, cool. Got, I it. Got, it. Got it. Got it. I found. I found the data. I, I was looking so for. over it. Um, um, do you have more to talk about Thranduil, or can I move on for a second? No, that's it. Okay. Cool. Interesting um, character. Tyler and Mary Clay. Question for you. Uh-oh. Pop quiz. What is the name of this movie? The Hobbit. The diminution of smell. No, on, honest answer. Honest answer. What the is the name Hobbit. of this movie? The Desolation of Smaug. Yeah. The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smaug. Now, with the exception of Sir Ian McKellen, who is probably the best known actor in this movie? Martin Freeman. I guess Christopher Lee doesn't appear in this. Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. Yeah. Benadryl Cucumber Patch. Now, this movie is 241 or two hours and 41 minutes long, right? The first time that Benedict Cumberbatch, the title character of the movie, speaks is one hour and 52 minutes into this well, movie. Well, technically it's not true because he also voices the necromancer. The first time that gotcha. Smaug, the well, title I mean, character of this movie, speaks is one hour and 52 well, minutes in. it's not necessarily in. about Smaug because they go and they see the desolation. Right, yeah, but if you... I, I get what you're saying. You should play on the name And here. you're going to be real mad next week. <laughs> a, one, B, one, one. I'm not. And here's why. You, now this is a rule. This is a hard, steadfast rule when it comes to book and movie adaptations, right? The onus is not on the viewer of the movie to have previously read the book, okay? If you, a person going to watch- You think it's about smile. Hold on. Is that what you're saying? Hold on. If you, the person who are watching this movie in 2013, have never read The Hobbit, you do not understand that the desolation of Smaug is a geographical location listed on the map conveniently given to you at the beginning of the movie. You think that a character named Smaug is going to be desolated. So, so I thought the movie was going to be both. I've seen this movie. I saw it in 2013 in theaters at Christmas time. I thought it was going to be both. Like I thought it was going to be like, yes, this is 
uh, lake town or whatever that Smaug desolated, but also this will be the scene in which we kill Smaug with the black arrow, which is not in this. By the time yeah. that Smaug speaks in this movie, it should have already been over for seven minutes. Yeah. Yes, you are not wrong. Well, and that's that was what my confusion was when I read the book, because they really create and talk about Smaug as, a, as if he is the main antagonist and the main villain of the movie. And so I thought that like the Battle of Five, I knew about this idea of the Battle of Five Armies. I thought that was going to involve the killing of Smaug. Um, and then imagine my surprise, you go to a chapter all of a sudden that's eight pages long and it doesn't have any of our characters in it. It's just a perspective, random, uh, omnipis, omni, omnicious, omnip, <laughs> what's that <laughs> all around perspective? Omniscient. Omniscient. Third that person one, yeah. omniscient. <laughs> that, that perspective in Lake Town. And then it's like, and there's this grumpy old guy named Bard and everyone hates him because he's such a, do he's a doomsday prepper or whatever. And he's always bringing the vibe down. And then he comes out and he kills Smaug. And this happens in the span of eight pages. And by the way, that's the first time you meet Bard yeah. is in the chapter that he kills Smaug. And I was so... Can, I was confused. I was perplexed. I was just wondering what was going through Jolkin's head when he said, when, when, when he wrote that chapter and was like, instead of having, and everyone was like, well, it's not about, when I like made jokes about, it's not about, the book isn't about Smaug. He's not the villain. It's about Bilbo's journey. And I'm like, yeah, well, I thought Bilbo's journey was going to involve the killing of Smaug somehow. And I get that that's why they also, I think that's also, that's another reason for why they're like, Keely, you have to stay and, you know, rest. And then they leave some of the other dwarves behind um, is so that we can show, we can cut back to that perspective and show what's happening in Lake Town with Smaug. Uh, but it, 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 it makes no sense here because it makes no sense in the book. See, this is, this is again where I think that the Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring and beyond did not exist in the mind of J.R.R. Tolkien when he wrote this book, right? Wait, 20 years earlier? I, God, I hope but that's, not. That's what I'm saying. That was the point Mary Clay made last week, and she was like, no, there's no way that they that he didn't have it. Well, let me rephrase. Right. I don't think he had any like hard ideas of, like, I'm going to write this story about a ring and no, his sure. nephew. I think he had ideas for more in this world sloshing around up there. Right. And he wrote aspects of The Hobbit that he could tie back to in future works. But it wasn't like he put down the pen on the first one, on, on The Hobbit, and was like, cool, a long-expected birthday. You know, like, or a long-expected party or whatever, the first chapter. Unexpected of, party. An unexpected party. No, a long-expected party. No, the that's the first chapter. Of Fe oh, you mean yeah, Fellowship. That's what I'm saying. You yeah, were saying yeah, yeah. The Hobbit. You were saying I'm the saying Hobbit. he didn't put down the end of The Hobbit and, and then oh, uh, pick up another piece mean. of paper yeah, and write down. He didn't close The Hobbit and be like, uh, yeah. Book one, no, no, chapter no. one. No, he had to go through World War Two first. Yeah. Um, did, did he know Lewis while he was writing The Hobbit? I believe so, yeah. Because if so... He had to have, because there's there's talking bears and shit. They're nuts. He right, had like to have There's so much that's Narnia in this book. Well, because it, it, it that's truly what it feels like. If you go back and read the chapter Queer Lodgings, you would legitimately think... Yeah, it's always going to be funny, isn't it? Uh, no, sorry. Well, I you got to think those two were living together. So I'm reading I'm reading a listicle about all the funny ways people have made fun of Benedict Cumberbatch. No, but it, 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 it literally feels like... Bannister he, Crumble He Bench. handed... He handed the page 
to Clive Staples Lewis and said, yeah, they just got dropped off in the forest by some eagles. Like, just take it from there for like, I got to pee. Like, and, and C.S. Lewis is like, talking bears and shit. This is going to be rad. What if the bear was also a man and he killed all the goblins? It was a Google, it was a Google doc pro- group project. Right. And, and, right. and then, and then, and then John got back from the bathroom and was like, what'd you write? And he was like, I don't know, well, whatever. Don't see. even read it. Don't even worry about um, it. That character doesn't matter. Bjorn irrelevant. Um, He's not um, wrong. <laughs> Chronicles of Narnia, Prince, Caspian. When was that written? Because that, I know that at least in the movie. Okay, 1951. Oh, okay, so Tolkien was the one who read Prince Caspian and was like, Walking trees. Hmm. Maybe I can do something with that. Uh, those books. Because he wrote, he wrote Two Towers slap. afterwards. Slap. Chronicles? Yes. No, you hated do most of them. <laughs> you despised uh, most of them. A few of them are pretty good. <laughs> Magician's Nephew is a five-star book. Yeah. I maintain that. So is Lion, the Witch, um, Wardrobe. Yeah. So here's here's what I we'll probably talk more about. Maybe I'll talk about this next week because I don't want to talk about what because this will be based on things that happen in the next movie. So never, never mind. I'll return to this later. I probably won't because okay. I won't remember what I was talking about. Um, I think that's it in terms of my thoughts on this movie. Um, don't get me wrong. As much as I hated on all the random side plot stuff with Keeley, that in the long term doesn't matter. Uh, I love him now, um, and I want to marry him. Um, <laughs> The end. Well, so does Toriel. I know. And like, that's the problem is that like, I don't, that shot, <laughs> I burst out laughing the first time it happened. That shot where they're like, sit, they're, she's like sitting down outside his cell and they're talking and then it like pans away and you just see Legolas standing off on a ledge overlooking them. And it's like, how hard can we force this love triangle how yeah. can we make it evident that like that she likes him and legolas likes her <laughs> well it has to be like i know it has to be they they promised orlando bloom a certain amount of screen time Pro- maybe it has maybe, to be yeah. right because like well i think that's i think that's what tyler and i were talking about when you went to the bathroom is i was like i it does kind of make sense if you've are if like you know who Legolas is. It does kind of make sense that you might see him when they're in Mirkwood, um, but after that, we don't need to see him again. Yeah, he doesn't need to be the, the. Maybe he could show up at the Battle of Five Armies at the end, but like we don't need a side plot with him and Tariel. No, we don't. We don't need that. Um, well, we didn't need three movies, and we didn't need them to be. I know. Look. There's a fan. Long. There's a fan edit. Before people send me, I'm aware of the fan edit. There's a fan. Ed- Who is this guy? Aiden Turner. Oh, that's Keely. That's a strapping young man. I'm gonna watch Poldark. I think. Oh. <laughs> I have a lot of. I have a lot of. I have a yeah. lot of shows that I need to watch because there are strapping young men in them. There's a fan edit where George like, um, Binks isn't in this it, movie yeah. at all. No, there's a fan. Someone took all of the movies and cut everything out that was unnecessary and they edited it down to, I think it's maybe like three and it's a long movie, but they edited it to one movie. That's just an adaptation of the Hobbit. Uh, they did that with breaking bad and they turned five seasons of TV into three hours. It was wild. Well, that's, that's kind of a different concept of like turning a TV show into a yeah, movie. No, I know, Rather but it was than, crazy. Like, we're turning three movies into one movie. It was crazy <laughs> that they were like, yeah, They're minerals, Marie. this is five Bang. seasons. This is five seasons of a TV show they condensed into three hours, and it was good. It, like, held up, which was wild. Um, oh, and then 
My absolute favorite, I posted it on the talking about Instagram story. Like, possibly favorite moment in all of these movies is after the barrels fall down, and then there's that moment where Bilbo's by himself in the storeroom, and he, like, turns around, and he's, like, so pleased with himself that he pulled this off, he got the dwarves out, and then he stops and realizes that he's still there, and he hasn't made an escape plan for yeah. himself, and then we just see him standing there in silence, and then it cuts to a wide shot of him being, like... Now, wait a minute. <laughs> what do I do now? Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly oh, Lord. like that. It's actually exactly like that. I'm going to maybe edit that part into a TikTok yeah. and I will give you credit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can hear the music playing in the back of my head. Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, what else happens in this movie? Yeah, I think that's pretty much There's it. So much that happens. I like the scenes where Gandalf does his magic spells, and they're like, Sometimes. and it's like the but seismic it charges. I mean, loses, it's awful, but it's it loses the coolness and the I don't know wonder when like you've seen him do cool shit in every other movie, you know. I don't know. I feel and like again, I don't I, care. I, I don't care about that side plot because I know I know what it turns out to be later. I don't. I'm of the mind that they do a pretty good job of like holding back Gandalf's magical powers and, and keeping his whole magic system pretty mystical. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. They did him dirty. I maintain this in the trilogy. <laughs> I don't really, I, again, I don't really see how, I think that was just them not knowing what to do with the He should have vanquished. That the, we don't no, know I'm about. Sorry. I'm sorry. He should have vanquished the Balrog with a smile. Just like, ha, Yo, you, you should. When I say you shall not pass, I mean it, guy. Baby, baby. But he's getting off the gray. Yeah, gray. and he's getting can't, off the he he's getting that. off the gray in the Hobbit when he murders an entire company of goblins with one spell. Well, he doesn't. He does kind of smite them, but that's that. Those are <laughs> goblins and not a Balrog. Yeah, not but there's a, a lot of them from the pits of hell. There's a lot of them. That's all I'm Here saying. Here comes the Balrog. Have you guys seen that that TikTok of the old the old woman who's they're watching Fellowship and then they see the light at the end of the tunnel in the movie and then whoever's has the phone turns to her and she goes, "Here comes the Balrog." <laughs> Here comes the Balrog. Hello, Balrog. Hello, Balrog. Welcome, Hello, man. Hello, Tuscan. Here uh, comes the Balrog. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> there he is. There's some content idea for you, Mary Clay. I'm getting lots. I'm getting lot. I'm getting lots. I'll be honest. I'm kind of running out of ideas up here in the old whatever that You're is. Running out of talks. It's gone. Her, it's, she's it's she's <laughs> out of there. She's ticked her last talk. No, not necessarily even with TikTok, but just with memes. They're not coming to me as easy as they are. Hey, Maybe that's, that's when I know. Older. That's growing up right there. Well, I guess Maybe this that's is growing when up. we'll know that it's time to end the podcast is when, it's when I can't make memes When you can't anymore. make memes anymore. When I'm like, guys, I think I've made every Lord of the Rings You'll meme never make it to, to make. The, You will never make it to the, the Amazon series then. I've run out of ideas. I think it's time to end the podcast. <laughs> I don't cause, no because if you start reading the Silmarillion, but I Mary don't. Clay, you're halfway through the Silmarillion. I'm out of memes. no. No, see, this is the thing. We can't go on. I don't. I don't think that that'll be the moment. I like because if you if you get to halfway through the Silmarillion, I think you'll just be making memes that nobody gets. 
I'll be making hyper, which is what it was like when I was reading Lord of the Rings. I was making all these memes that people were like, I don't get it. And I'm like, Obviously, if you were reading the book, this whatever. chapter, but you'll, you'll and then be I thinking, watched, the, and then I and then I watched the movies, and I was like, oh, I understand why. I understand now, and then why that meme makes no sense. Yeah, if, if you make memes <laughs> about Lord of the Rings that don't get through to the the people that didn't read the book, if you start making memes about the Silmarillion, you will get through to but maybe one twenty fifth of that group of people. I don't know. I think they will now, and I think there's going to be like a growing audience for that since the series. Is yeah, but I don't up. think it's going to grow enough that you can make a hype specific memes about <laughs> things that happen in the stories in the Silmarillion. Is she gone again? Oh, no. I don't know. I oh, nope. I'm back. Am I here? Yeah, you're back. Yeah. Okay. Um, there I'm back again. Um, <laughs> you said you were out of Sorry. memes. Um, I'm checking it. Well, I'm checking my latest meme. You had 12. It's got a lot sisters. of comments. A lot of people are like, I forgot about Sebastian. The Hedgehog. <laughs> what did you guys think of Sebastian the Hedgehog? I didn't. I didn't think of. I ah. Uh, what? A, I like Radagast though. I'm actually a Radagast. You like Radagast? Hundred and ten percent. Yes. You would. I that makes sense. That you makes would sense. like Radagast. I can't believe you guys don't. I would have thought this was the popular opinion that like they just go too. No, they just go too much too far with Radagast and it gets old quick. And then they're like, we're going to be on him for another five minutes. I, I did See, like that I moment watched, in this movie. I could have watched like nine hours worth of the Shire. Just like. <laughs> okay. Well, that's different than Radagast. I did like the moment in this movie where uh, he's like, what do I like? What do I do? If it's a trap or something and Gandalf says, turn around and never come back. And then Gandalf is like, it most definitely is a trap. Oh, that was one of the rules for the drinking game I was playing, listeners, is take a drink every time Gandalf says something like ominously dark. (laughs) Gandalf. Oh, my God. This actually frustrated me. This is the first character dialogue frustration I've had with Lord of the Rings ever. Is that like at every freaking turn, Gandalf will say something and then be like, it definitely is a trap. (laughs) <laughs> like he'll have this little aside to the audience where he's like, I don't know. Like it happens in uh fellowship well, I think where, where they're in the minds of Moria and he's like, I'm not lost. I have no recollection of this place whatsoever. <laughs> I have no memory. <laughs> right, it's like, I have no memory. Oh, well, that's just Gandalf the gray. That's just how Gandalf the gray is because Gandalf the white is not like that. Getting off the white. At least I don't think. I, I'm talking on my ass. I haven't seen the Lord of the Rings movies in months. Yeah. I was actually thinking about it last night. I was like, how many times actually have I seen the Lord of the Rings movies? I've only seen them each. I've seen the. I think I've seen them each two times, and the extended editions two times. Well, and that's it. So next week times, we get to I talk guess. about the Hobbit: colon, The Battle of Five Armies. Battle of Sma- the Battle of Smeg. Battle Smeg. of Five Armies. <laughs> um, oh, I really want to quick. I do have to say this. Uh, every so often, as Benedict Cumberbatch is saying his lines, they just like forget to turn on the Benedict, like the Smaug voice, and it's just and like set, yeah, his Benedict Cumberbatch voice, his um, his like Sherlock voice comes through. And you're like, his, yeah. And you're like, oh, that's, oh, you're right. That is Benedict Cumberbatch. Look at that. And then it goes back to like a, it could be literally anybody in a booth with a whole bunch of sound effects. Cool. His, uh, yeah. The, the body snatch Cumberbund voice comes through. Yeah. Well, before Mary Clay's internet explodes, let's get to the big board. Okay. Let me uh, punch everything in. Do you have the big score? What's that? Do you have the listener score? I do. Okay. Give me one second. 
Oh, I need to figure out how we, many, how, what the have screen Have we really time. been recording for that long already? Oh, I guess we have. Time flies when you're not screaming about Brandon Sanderson. You know that Brandon Sanderson is a Mormon, or at least he went to Brigham Young for two degrees. Did not know that. Um, you know, what? I'm honestly, I'm really surprised that I remembered as much of that movie as I did. Because before, when we hopped on, nothing. There was nothing up here. Uh, I, all I could think about was Riddles in the Dark. And I was like, I have a lot of notes about Riddles in the Dark, if you guys want to hear that. You can hear that on That's What I'm Talking About in, I don't know how many weeks. A thousand. I was, and then, so, so yesterday, and, and I, guess, I guess during the past week. I'd been thinking to myself, why did I go insane when I started when I started the coverage of the Lord of the Rings movies? Why was I losing my mind? That was silly. Why why did that happen? Now that I'm here, I remember. It's because at any given point, I have some random part of the trilogy story in my playing in my head because yesterday I was editing part 2 of Unexpected Journey. I was watching Desolation of Smaug and then today I was watching for part 4 of Unexpected Journey and I have to start editing part three of Unexpected Journey. Y'all. And then next week we are recording for, de- no, for Battle, Battle of Five, of Five Armies. Armies. Y'all, I'm a little concerned about the this one's position on the list. It's is it is it the bottom? You don't think you it's going to hit the bottom? So let me, let me recap. I gave it a 36. Ethan, you gave it a 36. Rotten Tomatoes critics gave it a 74. Metacritic gave yeah, but it a 66. We're, but we're replacing Metacritic with Bilbo screen time, remember? Oh, is that to give it a little boost? No. <laughs> it was last week. It isn't this week. Well, What's, don't do that then. That's not fair. Also, yeah. I forgot how little my score counts, so make it a 100. I'm just going to do that every how time I that come on. How is not fair? We did it last week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, your score does not well, that, count for much. That, I don't think that'll help. That's because it. It w- there wasn't that much of a difference. Yeah, well, just make, it it this week. Just make my Bilbo score was, 100. Bilbo was in. We're not making your score 100. There's no way. Uh, Bilbo was in this movie for yeah. 21% of the movie. Fun fact. Oh my god! That's not. There's no way. Uh, it's the same source I used last week. Does that count all the times he was actually there, but he was invisible? Uh, that is screen time. Yo, how about that moment? That's actually one of my favorite moments um, when he's in the in the woods and he goes to ca- he goes to get the ring from the spider, and then he has that realization of like, my God, what kind of power does this already have over me? And yes. he's like, kind of horrified. Again, Martin Freeman, I really think they should have given Martin Freeman an Oscar for this performance. Bilbo is in this movie for 34 minutes. That's absurd. What's the listener score? You I think? need to go back. The listener score is a 55. Yikes. Okay, that is the highest heavyweight score. That might be a, a, a new low on the listener score. I'm not going to oh, lie to you. No. Ah, I feel so, see, this is why I low-key didn't want y'all to cover these movies is because I feel I feel bad. Why? Like people don't like these movies. And now we're talking about them. Bad news, everybody. Is it the new low? Is it at the bottom? It's at the bottom. Is that including Metacritic, though? If I let me see what happens. Metacritic isn't going to pull it out of the bottom. Okay, that, that, that's um, the question then. Yeah. Let me um, give it the real Metacritic score. I will be so interested next week ah! because my sc- I'm pretty sure my score will so be So with the regular much Metacritic score, week. as we normally calculate it, what, what is the. I don't want to tell you. What What is the total bacon and egg score? I'm afraid. It is a 49. <laughs> God, I feel so. Just for reference, Space Jam, A New Legacy, which so... I did give a 100% to. So like, obviously. Yeah, Tyler did that. give that one a, a 100%. I gave it a 23. So uh, Space Jam, A New Legacy is at a 57 to The Hobbit's Desolation of Smaug. Here's the thing. 49. 
Yeah, but the death the- before watching these movies, I had no desire to watch the original trilogy. Now I kind of do because I feel like I need to go back and I need to like watch what what was right. Here's the thing, listeners. I can't lie to you. Space Jam: A New Legacy is better than this. Not according to you. You gave Space Jam: A New Legacy a 23. Yeah, I gave it a 23 because that's LeBron James's basketball number, and because you gave it a 100. <laughs> A one hundred percent. I feel about, such conflicting feelings because I feel like I need to defend this movie. Why? Like, it's not that bad, guys. Yes, it's it not is. that bad. Because Ethan, because I've been covering it. I've been. Co- I'm. I'm going to be covering it for three. I'm going to be okay, covering these the movies for three this? months. I'm, I've been reading the book for four months. I've been doing this podcast for three for two years. This, this book. This book, listeners. I feel Ethan like is holding up a copy it. of the. The Hobbit. Please don't go on a tirade about how it's not a good book because I I'm actually not, think it's a very not, delightful book. I'm not gonna. I was. Let me finish my sentence for once in this podcast recording. This book rips. This is a great book. These Literally movies last week suck. Last week you went on a tirade about how there's a mil- about how I it's not it a good book. I said it was worse than Sherlock Holmes. It doesn't mean it's a bad story. It means it's very dense and very slow. No, you said it was a bad book I last I don't week. think I did. I think you did. I think you, heard what you, wa- I think you heard what you wanted to hear. I'm No, listeners, let's all go back in time and listen well, guess, to guess last Well, guess what I'm not going to do is put the tape in there, the, the, the clip, because... I know you're not going to do that, because it's going to prove you wrong. You're not going to put in clips that... Good job. No, I'm just not going to go find it. I don't have time. I can do you one better, Tyler. She can do you one better, Tyler, is what she said. The greatest adventures of Sherlock Holmes. I think that's the same oh, one I have. Hang on, hang on. Pause. <laughs> is it from Barnes and Noble? This is, this is classic series. Let's all just read Sherlock Holmes. That's Sherlock the, Holmes. Do, what color um, is your binding? And I use bind- it as like on. my little. What color is your binding? Not binding, your your pages. The pages are white. Like the this part. Excuse me. White. Oh, uh, see, that's where mine is better. They're green. I had called upon my friend Sherlock. Sher- maybe I should. I called upon my friend Sher- Sherlock Holmes. Oh, that just reminded me. Movies that are far, far worse than Desolation of Smog. Sherlock Gnomes. Oh, I thought you were going to say Sherlock the Holmes. The sequel but... to Romeo and Juliet, but about Sherlock okay. Holmes. Tyler, show your copy. I had called upon my Mary friend Clay, Sherlock Holmes. Mary Clay, show your Holmes. copy. I have a different one. <laughs> <laughs> Look at us. I'm glad we all have distinguished academics. We all have different uh, hobbits, right? You two have the same hobbit. Mary Clay and I have the same hobbit. I believe we do. Except hers. Um, I have another. I have a funny. I have another copy on my shelf that's just has like an interesting cover, but it's hardback. Mine's one of the gold foil ones. Oh, mine is mine is. Let's read this. Tobias Gregson. Is that really his name? Yeah. What a terrible name. Um, in the year 1878, I took, oh wait, <clears throat> in the year 1878, I took my degree of doctor of medicine of the university of in London. In the year 1878, to I took to my degree of doctor of medicine course, of the university of London and proceeded to Netley to go through the, the course army. prescribed to me for surgeons in the there, army. I was Having completed my studies the there, I was duly attached to the 5th Northumberland Fusiliers as assistant surgeon. The regiment was stationed in India at the time. brought honors and promotion to many, and before I could join it, the second Afghan war had broken out. On landing at 
from Bombay, I learned that my core had advanced through the, the passes and was already deep in the enemy's country. Uh, I followed him yeah, with many other officers who were in the same situation as myself which and succeeded upon teaching Kandahar in safety, where I found my regiment and at once entered upon my new duties. The campaign brought honors and promotion to many, but for me it had nothing but misfortune and disaster. I was removed from my brigade and attached to the Berkshires, with whom I served at the fatal battle of my not a nasty, dirty, wet hole filled with the ends of worms. Mr. and, and Mrs. Uzi Dursley smell. of Number Four Boy, Privet Trap were Sandy perfectly Cole. normal. Thank, <laughs> Thank you very, very much. much. That Hold was on. the Hobbit. I read the whole thing. <laughs> Do you have the Hobbit in your hand right now? I don't. Can... I have a random book. It's gonna be a surprise book. Surprise. Of all the many things humans rely on plants for, sustenance, beauty, medicine, mm. fragrance, flavor, fiber, surely the most curious is our use of them to change consciousness, to stimulate our calm, to fiddle with, or completely alter the qualities of our mental experience. All right, let's wrap the episode so that we can do whatever this is in the post-show. Listener, if you don't <laughs> listen to the Hash Browns, it's $5 a month. Who will believe Patreon. my verse in time the to show come? show after the show. If it were filled we with your most high like desserts. Deserts. Is that Shakespeare? Yeah. It is. Desserts has two S's, right? <laughs> Desserts like the food has two S's. I think we should... Hold, yeah. I, okay, I've got an idea for the hash browns. Dessert. <laughs> we all just read a different book all no, at the same time. No, I was going to say we should do popcorn reading from our three different versions of A Study in Scarlet and see if they land to line up. <laughs> I don't, do I have A Study That's in Scarlet scary. in this one? I'm sure I do. I don't know. Whatever the first story... Because mine is complete. And so is Mary Clay. So whatever Tis the first story name, you have. That is my enemy. Thou the art thyself. They're not a Montague. Do you have Baskerville? That's Montague. It is no hand, nor okay, foot, we have all got nor Baskerville. arm, nor face, nor any part okay, of the Okay, Mary Clay, stop. We're moving on. Oh, he's some other name. What's in a name? That which we call a rose by any other word would smell. This has been sweet. another episode of Bacon and Eggs. Bacon and Eggs is a production of the WBNE, WBNE Podcast Network. For more great podcasts like this one, the one you're listening to, and like that's what I'm talking about, by Mary Clay Watt, a comedian, and our friend who's on the show with us right now, you can head to WBNE.org and lies. find more great podcasts like Sincerely Us, who's currently having the great idea of doing the like alt Tonys, the Tonys that deserved Tonys, they called Tonys. them the Julie Awards. It's great. Uh, Tonys. And go over to go over to uh, twitter.com slash sincerely us pod right now and fight, figure all that out. And here's a preview for sincerely us right here. Dear listener, today's going to be a good day. And here's why. Because today we have found your new favorite podcast. Do you like all things musical theater? Or do you just like Hamilton? Then Sincerely Us is perfect for you. We take deep dives into modern musicals and teach you all that you need to know. From props and sets. To playwrights and composers. We will get you caught up on all things Broadway. We are Becca and Eenie, two best friends. Here to teach you all about the shows that we love. Sincerely Us, a podcast for the casual musical theater fan. Join us every Wednesday wherever you get your podcasts and on WBNE.org. Here on Bacon and Eggs, our graphics are by Vaishan Brand and Graphite WMB on Instagram, and our music is by Andrew Scott Bell, andrewscottbellmusic.com. You can find those links in the description as well as a link to donate to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash bacon and eggs. Where you can listen to the Hash Browns, which is the show after the show. You can listen to Hash Browns, the show after the show, we talk about the show. Where we're, different books we're at all going to read time. The Hound of the Baskervilles at the same time. <laughs> Uh, and it's going to be terrifying. It's going to be terrifying. Anyway, on behalf of Tyler Carlin and Mary Clay Watt, I've been Ethan Edge Hill. That's Tyler Carlin. That's Mary Clay Watt. Until next time, Arrivederci. As soon as the raft of barrels came in sight, boats rowed out from the piles of the town, and voices hailed the raft steerers. <laughs>